Welcome to Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast. I'm Doug and I am here with Jess and Mary, and we will be talking today about resetting priorities. Now, this goes back to talking about a Q&A call that I was actually a part of earlier this year, and we were talking about setting goals and making sure they're smart goals. And so we're just going to recap that really quick, and then we're going to take it on over and go over a template to resetting our priorities. So thank you, Mary and Jess, for being here with me. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So first of all, to you two, what are SMART goals? When you hear that, what do you think about? Would you like the acronym? Well, what comes to mind, (laughs) first of all? Okay. Well, first of all, for real, those of you who might not know, SMART, what does it stand for, right? So specific, measurable, Measurable. attainable, attainable, realistic, realistic, and timely, timely, right? So I think that a lot of times we don't understand the value of the measurable part of setting goals because we set goals, but how do you measure those goals Mm -hmm. and get to where you want to go? So that's what comes to my mind. Oh, good, good. And just anything else you want to add on to that? Nope. That just just needs to be smart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So this is something that I've used um, that's really changed the way I've done goals in, in my life and making sure that I do follow these five things. So today... We're going to dive into this uh, deeper and, and look at some other ways we can work on these. But just remember, if, if, you're, if they're not SMART goals, you're not going to get the results that you want. So you need to do that checklist every time and make sure that you're being realistic and you know, you're measuring them and you're being timely with them and we're putting some, some definite markers on those. So why don't we go ahead and take a look at this sheet here. All right. So um, one of the things that we're going to be talking about today after you know just piggybacking off of goal setting you really have to understand the value of like what are your priorities to actually see that goal achieved. Mm-hmm. So number one thing that we want to talk about is you have to understand what is your primary purpose or result of achieving that goal. Like what what is it going to get you? What's the purpose of achieving this goal? What's the, the value. what's the value? Yeah, what's, what's the, the result? Why, right? Yeah, the for why. sure. Mm-hmm. And then once you can create the purpose behind that, then you have to start thinking through, okay, well then what are my most important relationships in my life right now that I can be super strategic with in order to make sure that they help me achieve mm-hmm. that goal? Because I think that a lot of times we we think it's all up to us and it's not. Um, there's, there's really people in our lives, like for instance, Jess, if you have a better fluoride acceptance rate than I do, wouldn't it be smart for me to have you as a strategic relationship in my life for the next? Absolutely. You know? <laughs> and then the other thing to think through is what team or teams are important to accomplishing your result. So who's going to benefit from you accomplishing this result? Not just yourself, because it's not just us achieving that goal and woohoo, go us. It mm-hmm. should be a win-win, right? So right. we already know it's going to be a win for our patients because they're getting the best you know, um, patient-centric care that they can get, um, but it's also about the practice, and it's about who in that practice is winning because of those results. So that's one thing to think through. So um, just to kind of recap on some of the things that you're saying, but put it it into kind of like um, a realistic kind of thing. So when you say a SMART goal, Let's just talk about weight loss because everybody wants to lose weight, right? Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually so in the process it, it, of that. Exactly. So <laughs> it's like your goal, is your goal to lose weight or is your goal to be 150 pounds? Right. So 
if your goal is to lose weight, that's not a measurable. That's not something that's trackable. Mm -hmm. If you say my goal is to be 150 pounds, that is a measurable that's trackable. So that's smart, right? Yeah. And then what is the primary purpose of losing weight, Mary? Yeah, for me right now, it's to feel better, to have more energy. Your health. Um, uh, health, right? right? Like, yeah. So what are some important relationships that you need to develop or nurture to yeah. help you on your journey? So number one, my spouse has to be on board because let's be honest, he can be eating nasty stuff and I'm going to want that more than I want right. my meat right. on my plate. <laughs> um, and then my trainer. Right. Um, so who I'm working out with, I'm actually working with a nutritionist, so what she tells me to do. So those are very strategic exactly. relationships. Right? And then, too. yeah, and even kids. the kids, yeah. yeah. And so, and then, like, and then what team or teams would be important in helping you accomplish this result? Yeah. So team or teams important accomplishing your results. So, so like a support team group. Davis because yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> but like a support like some people do like Weight Watchers. That's so true. that's gonna be yeah. like a team or if you or have you know something on Facebook, Facebook and they follow certain that's true. groups. And right? I have like a whole tracking system that I'm doing and like she's exactly. watching that and so yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot of different teams that right. So I just wanted to kind of put that in perspective meal. for people, like in yeah. real life kind of thought process. So that way you really understand that. Yeah. So once you understand that portion of your goal and the purpose, that's going to allow you to be able to reset your priorities better. And there are certain things that you're going to have to do in order to make that goal be realistic. Yeah. First thing that you need to think about is what are you going to have to give up or reduce in order to make that goal happen? Yeah. So like, okay, so I've got to keeping on the weight loss right? journey. Exactly. Right? <laughs> it's like, okay, I've got to stop eating pizza all Correct. the time, right? Or drinking uh, wine every night, you yeah. know? So it's like, what am I going to have to reduce? And then you have to think about what do you need to recommit yourself to do? Like, what do you have to add in order to make this happen? So weight loss would be maybe working out more mm -hmm. or in the fluoride acceptance thing is maybe I need to practice more. So it's, mm -hmm. it's like, what are you adding? And then what you need to add in capacity or communication? Mm -hmm. So what do you think that that means to you, Mary? As far as adding capacity or communication. communication. Yeah. So, so if you keep going on this weight loss journey, like capacity, better margin in my schedule, right? So if I don't have the capacity in my schedule to go for a daily work, walk yeah, to, or to do, do the exercise, right? yeah. like then yeah. I'm not adding And what's going to happen because that. what's the easiest excuse out there, right? I don't, we have, don't time. have time. I don't have time. <laughs> yeah. right? So that's why we have to look at this and say, is it worth it? Are you willing to wake up five minutes, 10 right. minutes, an hour earlier every day right. Right. to get that accomplished? Yeah. We all have the same amount of time and whatever we value that's what's going to take precedence and that's where we're going to spend our time. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And think about that with capacity for going off of fluoride because we're kind of saying that for back and forth. But, you know, capacity and your, your amount, how much time are you allowing to actually do that next service that that patient could benefit mm -hmm. from? I mean, mm -hmm. that's that's a big deal. And then who are you communicating to? Are we identifying that in morning cuddle? Are we identifying mm -hmm. that? you know, throughout the day, like communication between team members, between each other, you know? And I think it's important to point out that all three of us are hygienists, so that's why for those listeners, we are going back to the fluoride example. Right. Because that's something that we, you know, it's near and dear to us. But 
you know, if I want to ra raise my fluoride acceptance, and if I say I don't have time to perform that, I got to go through this exercise and figure out, do I really value it enough to actually change the behavior? Yeah. And that's what this does by right. filling this up. Absolutely. Right. And that leads us to into what things um, need to be divided differently between other people or teams, mm -hmm. right? So um, go back to the weight loss for just a second. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you talked about your husband. So maybe meal prep. Mm -hmm. He can help you with meal prep. So, or maybe you can teach your kids how to do their own laundry. So mm -hmm. that way that would allow mm -hmm. mommy to be able to time to do her exercise or go for her walk. Amen. Amen. Those Let's types of, <laughs> <laughs> right? Those types of things. So um, you would do the same thing in regards to fluoride acceptance, right? So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, maybe there's someone else that could do this aspect. So that way I have the time to meet with this particular person mm -hmm. who has a 90% fluoride acceptance so we can role play, right? right. So those types of or, things. Or even yeah. putting, if you think about it, I've had, I've had teams say to me, well, Doug, we'd love to increase our fluoride acceptance, but we run out of fluoride. Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, well, think about it. If you want 80% or 90% of your patients to be on fluoride, then you have to buy enough fluoride for 80 or 90%. <laughs> Think Absolutely. about it yeah. before you even before, yep. so it, before you a plan. Get, get going right? and then you yeah. don't want it to start it out and then just say, oh, now we've ran out. Yeah. You know, let's be proactive and say, if you want to hit these goals, you got to plan for that. You got to have that space, that equipment, and everything right. ready for it. And and that actually is funny that you say that because it's like, what is your primary result? Like, what do you want? You got to make sure that you have a plan for that. So, yeah. what are you trying to multiply? So, if it's the fluoride acceptance, you're trying to increase that. You not only have to do these steps that we've talked about thus far, but you also have to have the logistical things mm -hmm. like enough fluoride. Yeah. Exactly. Right? And Another enough fluoride present to be able to accommodate right. that. If right? you're going right. if you have a three percent fluoride program, you're trying to get to ninety. And I go back in there and say, Did you hit your ninety? And you say, No. Well did you did you prep for that? Did were you set out for success to even mm -hmm. hit ninety? Did you mm -hmm. yeah, did you do all these steps? Did you what mm -hmm. did you do differently mm -hmm. to make that a What's reality? That? that vision, you know, let's build for that. And that's why this is so important and that's why we're taking time to really even talk about what it looks like to set a goal and to have the priorities around mm -hmm. the goal that mm -hmm. get you to the results that you want to get to. Because if you don't go through an exercise like this, it makes a world of difference in you meeting your goal because Absolutely. you're actually carving through what's needed. Well, and it also helps us realize like what our impact is isn't just on us and just isn't in, even in our on our patients, but this helps identify us to say, you know, how are we working with the front office or the other parts of the clinical team, you know, on fluoride acceptance? It affects everybody. Mm -hmm. So those relationships, when you make that handoff right. to your front office, and you said that you know this patient accepted fluoride, well, there's something else that has to happen now on that too. You know, they have to pay for it, and is the front office are they collecting? what are we doing? Like, they're mm -hmm. involved into this as well. Right. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it does affect those people. I mean, when you follow this template that we give you, though, it really makes you be more intentional yes. with yeah. every single thing that you just said, right? Yes. It's like it makes it very clear what the end result needs to be. What do I need to do in order to make that happen. So yeah. what relationships do I need to nurture? What do I need to give up? What do I need to add? What cross-training or cross-referencing do I need to do interdepartmentally um, in order to make this happen? And I just, this is something that is such a valuable tool and mm -hmm. I'm just sitting here holding in my hand. I can't wait for you guys to see it 
because I am sitting here thinking about not just my work goals and with my patients, I'm thinking about very much weight loss journey. I'm the yeah. same road as Mary's on right now with that. And I'm like, this really is taking me back to, you know, what, like, it makes it more real. It makes it more intentional. Right? It makes me more yeah. passionate about it, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's, it, so it's kind of, it's homework, but it really makes you think about it and makes it a realistic yeah. thing. And that's what we want for you guys is passion behind what you do. Cause it's one thing to set a goal, but it's a whole nother thing to have passion behind that goal. And mm -hmm. right. the guarantee of you actually hitting your goals is the intention you put into doing it. Right. Yeah. Right. So. And the goals guys is not just to make more money. No. It's, it's the, so that's where that. it's got to be bigger than that. And that's where when you are thinking about your goals, really thinking about the primary purpose or the result of that goal. Yeah. So it's why am I doing this? What is mm -hmm. the why behind it? What is the driving force? What is going to be the thing that when you see that every single day that reminds you of why I am doing this? Right. Yeah. Remember guys, it all comes back to value. If we can mm -hmm. build a value, and this is what this does, this builds a value of what we do in these goals. You build that value, you're gonna do it. Mm -hmm. You build that value for yourself, yeah. you'll do it, and then your patients will see the value. That, yeah. That's the thing, it all that's comes right. back down right. to value. And you have to have the reasons why, and the reasons, it, once you have the reasons, then you will move. That's right. If there's no reason to move, we're not gonna do this, but this sheet here will make us, and give us the reasons to move, which builds the value, to give us that passion, on why we need to be doing this. Love it. Awesome. Can't wait for it to be in your hands. Absolutely. So we want to make sure that we hear from you guys as well. So make sure that you check out hygieneprofitleaders.com and you can um, chat with us a little bit more about resetting your priorities and setting your goals, as well as if there's another topic that you may have an idea that you want to hear more about or have us um, chat with on our next podcast. We would love to hear from you. Thank you and have a great day, everyone.